Hey, welcome to Top Shelf Tech. I'm Ryan Joe, and this is Jeremy Knees. And today we've got Brendan and Pete from Ada AI. Welcome, guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, guys. Thank you. Cool. So, um, tell me a bit about yourselves. What do you do at Ada, Ada AI? Um, so, Ada is a, a digital assistant for small businesses. Um, we kind of looked at what was going on in the AI world and looked at how many big tech companies were uh, building AI for consumers. And you can get Alexa and Google Assistant and lots of cool tech there. And then enterprises had a lot of it as well, um, big budgets and, and tech teams to build stuff out. But um, small business land wasn't getting much loving around an AI space. So we spotted that opportunity and decided to try and build a digital assistant to help uh, small businesses become more successful. And um, so we, we started that, uh, started building that in 2018. And... Uh, kind of rolled the product into the market last year in 2019. So is this a sort of hot area now where you're finding others springing up and going, look, um, you know, AI has been kind of uh, seen as a very expensive top end of town thing and others are going, well, actually, we can make this um, accessible to, uh, you know, all sorts of businesses? Yeah, the concept was, um, as Brennan said, was, um, you know, we, we saw that small businesses um, were the foundation of any economy and um, we wanted to give them an edge to be successful. Um, we also thought this... With the way technology has advanced and is still advancing, this is an opportunity for us to sort of democratise AI to give them at a very, very little, a low investment, uh, the opportunity to utilise this technology. As far as it being a um, large opportunity, well, it's probably yet to play out for yep. us, Jeremy, but um, it's fair to say that we and we've anticip- we, we see an awful lot of people not playing in this space. How's that? And so, therefore, as far as we're concerned, that um, the opportunity has come back to the fact that these small businesses are so important. Um, we sort of feel like there is a vast opportunity if we can deliver it the right way, at the right price, in the right format that they can utilise. So what's the response from your customers been like? Uh, just looking at the company, um, a lot of the stuff you're doing, these businesses don't have any alternatives. Like, they're not... Yeah. It must be amazing for them. Yeah, it is something new. And I think that's part of the, uh, you know, whether you call it first mover advantage or first mover disadvantage, it depends <laughs> which way you look at it. Customers don't have never seen anything like it. So it does require a little bit of, hey, look, we, you can do this. And normally there's some surprise. And then and then they run, they have a play, and it's, it's, really, it's really useful and nice and easy to use. So, um, But it's that first moment of they didn't know it existed. Exhibiting the pain points, you know, they're really, really busy wearing multiple hats, a lot of data sets to try and make a sense of what's going on in my business, who owes me money, how much money do I owe, who's working tomorrow, what's my top selling product, all those things you have to think about as a small business, suddenly that's available through a digital assistant. They don't know the digital assistants there, but they've got all the pain points. So it's just trying to join those dots. Yeah, they don't go to bed on Saturday night think, God, I wish I had a digital assistant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do go to bed on Saturday night think, wish I had more cash. Yeah. Uh, or wish I could sell more yeah. or uh, wish I could find the right person to ma- who makes the greatest coffee, whatever it might be. And so it, it absolutely, as Brendan said, it's all about partly about sort of uh, educating them about the, the opportunity that exists within the data that they use in their business already. Yeah. So making this real for us, are there some brands that you can tell us that you're in? And, what, and you know, we're talking about data in a small business. You don't normally think about businesses as sort of being uh, small businesses as being data rich. Um, yeah. What kind of data sources and uh, uh, customers are you working with? So we've, um, we've launched a product with some initial integrations around uh, specifically focused on the retail and hospitality verticals in New Zealand and Australia just to get the, the, the product going. Yep. Um, and so those businesses use point-of-sale applications like Vend or Counter or Square or Shopify 
Uh, they'll have uh, rostering applications like um, Deputy. They'll have payroll like Zero Payroll or um, iPayroll. Uh, they'll have Google Analytics, they'll have social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Gotcha. Um, and then they'll have accounting applications like Xero or like QuickBooks. And so those are the integrations that we've done and those are the businesses that we're working with now about putting that data together and, and get making it a, make sense to a small business. You're right, they don't think about data. They mm. think about, I've just got to run this business, but I've got to make decisions all day and I don't know how to get the right information at the right time in an easy format to make those decisions. And yeah. so, you know, Ada's there to help solve that f the friction from those multiple data sets, those multiple apps that those small businesses use, make it easily accessible to get that information by asking questions and getting an answer. But then what we also do, which is different, is that we run algorithms over the different data sets and look for anomalies or patterns and then proactively tell the customer something by a push notification on their mobile phone. So, hey, did you know this has happened? Your top selling products just changed or... Brendan keeps turning up late for work on Thursdays or whatever it is that's, um, that's causing an issue in the business. It yeah. makes it sound heaps easier when you're like, uh, you're not talking about data, you're saying, hey, you've got zero, you've got deputy, you've got, then we'll just plug into these things plus your social and you're away. Like yeah. That's um, quite, you know, quite accessible really. Yeah, the concept of a sort of one-stop shop was really, um, a lot of people thought, oh my God, everything in one place, that's great. Um, they're more and more, obviously, as you can appreciate, more and more people using these apps in the cloud, etc. There are a whole lot of businesses which still aren't. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of applications which still really have legacy um, data that we actually can't connect to, right? So backends that we can't tie into. But um, people are more and more used to seeing the information coming out now. They're getting used to that, which is great. But there's still, you know, one of, one of our premises we always said about these small businesses, as, as Brennan said, they wear a lot of hats, but they don't know what they don't know. Um, so it's a concept. We're trying to help them uncover. Look, you may you may see a dashboard of saying, okay, your your cash is this, or um, your sales are this, or whatever it might be. Yep. But it doesn't tell you anything about what to do, and that's what we think there's that that, that has been missing before, and that's what we're trying to bring in. The whole concept of okay, this is your data. This is what we see from your data. This is what you could be doing better or worse, possibly based on what we see. And that's where, and Brendan will talk to some of the, some of the smarts coming around, around Ada. You mentioned a little bit at the start that AI has been pretty popular in a really heavily consumer space, but uh, I don't think people, people probably don't consider that to be AI, right? Alexa and um, Google Assistant and such. And you talked about it in enterprise. Is AI as a concept quite daunting for some small businesses? Yeah, it is. They, well, I think it's more of, um, I'm not sure it's daunting, it's more of a mystery and no one yeah. really knows. There's a lot of hype and there's a lot of um, what is actually AI. It, the word is everywhere. So I think a few years ago people were worried about it and now it's just it's almost just too much. Um, so no one really knows, as in small business land, not many small businesses know what to do with AI. Like they don't have technical teams to try and build things. They don't know how to take advantage of it. I think what they'll start to see is that some of the other apps that they use in their businesses, like Shopify or others, are introducing bots and things like that. And that's the, probably a small business's experience of that is in their personal life and in interact faces, some of which are genuine AI, but some of which are not. They're just scripted bots. Yeah. So if I'm a small business, I've signed up to Ada and I'm looking to get data in and out and get all these recommendations. You mentioned push notifications to you. Uh, fine. What, what, uh, what do you guys um, see as the end game for this? Is this, you know, um, is it I, I have a dashboard and it tells me things? Do I talk to this? You know, how, um, what, what's the kind of um, over the horizon that you guys are looking at? 
I mean, you know, out there's a whole there's a whole bunch of them, but one I love to think about is always that, um, you know, um, Ada tells me about something, tells me something's about to happen, tells me something that could happen if certain other things happen, uh, like projections, etc. So it's all right. For example, you think about cash. I mean, one of the concepts we've seen, uh, one of the problems we've seen with small businesses is this whole concept of unpredictability of cash flow. Um, and we know that the number of small businesses go out of out of business because of not having enough cash, right? So imagine that sort of um, you have, um, we, we use this concept of the digital rock star employee. Right? Yep. Um, that's Ada. And Ada sort of wakes you up and says, hey, 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 Jeremy, hey, Jeremy, don't, do you realise that if you continue to sell this at that price, um, you're going to be out of business in two months, three months, four months' time, whatever it might be, or you need more of this or less of that or whatever. This is happening soon. This is going to impact you this way. You might want to prepare better for it by doing this. So this whole concept of someone is there to help you, to advise you um, alongside all those other people, all those other businesses, et cetera, who should be advising you. Yeah. I think that's, that's absolutely spot on is, is this rock star employee, as Pete said, but that's proactive. That's always sitting there trying to work out what's going on in the business. Yes, you can ask them any questions and they'll know what's going on and they'll answer you. Uh, but they're also proactively um, tell you things, hey, look, this is starting to happen, watch out for this, do that. And then thirdly is to take actions and do things. So you can say, hey, Ada, please do this, approve payroll or um, oh, make so that actually payment. Oh, action so Start to take actions, no, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So for us, there's a, you know, there's a, there's from the technical integration, there's a two-way data flow back into those other, those other apps or other services where we can actually start to execute actions. But that's where we're going. These, what we're describing is where we're going, and it's you know it's early yep. stage for us. We're yep. learning lots and dealing with the pains of an of a AI startup, and that, that means <laughs> you know there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of training the AI to get it right. So you kind of got to get it wrong before you can get it right. Um, so there's a lot of of, of do, doing that work. Yeah, and a lot of I think as Brendan mentioned before earlier, was a lot, lot of educating people that this is available to them with everything they currently have. Yeah, you know, on on their desktop, on their on their laptop, on their phone now. And and what is it like? We talk about AI, and there's a there's a lot of things that are marketed as AI and actual AI. What, can you give me like a thirty second download on what you how you'd explain uh, AI to a layman? Well, I mean, AI is really um, using computers or software to imitate human cognitive behaviours, um, and so there is a you spot on there's so much smoke and mirrors out there which is why most people don't really understand what that is and um, lots of scripted responses kind of things and not true AI um, just conversational interface with some scripted responses um, they're different kinds you know machine learning where computers are trying to teach each other what to do and look for patterns to, to, to predict outcomes there's natural language processing which is a lot of what we do and where we've started we also do machine learning as well which are around the numbers and the predictive stuff but the natural language processing or natural language understanding is another discipline within the AI umbrella, if you want to call it that. And that's a lot about what Ada is doing. So um, we've had to build and train our own natural language understanding platform to understand small business language. And that's one of the things that we think is really important is that we, we understand how small, business languages, so small businesses speak. Their vocabulary when you run a retail store or a hospitality store, the pain points that you have... You know, you use a slightly different language. Um, what are my takings today? What is my revenue today? Who's working tomorrow? What, how many shifts are open? 
if you run a legal firm, you probably ask different questions. You know, how many open cases have I got? And things like that. So that we've had to train Ada, Ada to understand the vocabulary of our customers. And we'll keep doing that as we move beyond uh, the target verticals and expand. Yeah, it's interesting. Like um, AI is, you know, um, I'm not saying simplistic level, but, you know, the initial level around robotic process automation where you've got, um, you know, chatbots and things that um, are doing things for the human, if you like maybe replacing monotonous automation processes or whatever it might be. But effectively, we like to say, like say, definition goes without intelligence. Um, the whole concept that Brendan's talking about involving natural language, machine learning, um, natural language generation, things like that, you bring this level of intelligence to it, which just changes this thing, to moves it towards what they call intelligent process automation. The whole concept that, that machine starts to know what to do with the data as opposed... And and learns all the time based on, uh, with direction from the humans, right? So it's not just, it's not out there doing it by itself, right? I mean, the, the best decision is always made by the best AI and the best person, right? So um, that's one of the things I like to explain to people. So it's out there learning under guidance from what they do with the product, what they do with the data, and what we see they're doing with it as well. Yeah. It's quite a good point, right? A lot of people are concerned about AI and, you know, runs off and does this and does that, um, know ethics there's the privacy elements of it do you do you come up, um, up against that and if so how would how do you address that i mean we occasionally hear about people talk concerned about it going off and doing things on its own i mean that's really that's not very common you know that's general ai where it's training itself to make its own decisions and overcome problems that has never been trained to solve before that's that's quite a uh, that's a very broad and big ai um, category on its own, and that's not really not what we're doing. And, and not too much sci-fi in that? Is it? Lots of sci-fi yeah. in that. So there's <laughs> all uh, so many stories about you know bots that have taught each other different languages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Having conversations, <laughs> talking to each other. Yeah, and I didn't know yeah. you ordered that. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that stuff, um, you know, it, it's great because it's awesome for headlines, but it doesn't help us in any yeah, way. Yeah, so yeah. kind of like we keep, keep having to explain those things to people. <laughs> it's not no. Yeah, who ordered the Ferrari, honey? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting um, you say that because um, y- yeah, when you talk about it making errors and going off and doing stuff, it's you talk about human error as well and people doing that kind of thing but I think when you when you think it's AI going off and doing something it's much more scary yeah. than somebody you can't charge it for fraud can you? <laughs> but it's interesting you know I mean we I think any business like ours that involves um, in fact any technology business you and particularly AI I mean this whole company you want to be as what's the word you do not want to be creepy right? You've got to be as transparent as possible yeah, without opening the kimono up completely because obviously there's intellectual property involved, things mm. like that. But people do want to know what you're doing with it. Yeah. And you want to be able to explain to them in layman's terms what is it we're doing with your data to give you that. And then see, we're not doing, we're not applying any, we're applying our magic by it from our machine, et cetera, but we're not literally screwing with your data. You mm. know, it's, it is secure with us. Yeah. Customers get the choice to connect the data and to disconnect the data. And we protect that, and it's you know the customer's always in control, and that's really important. Um, and I think another point that Pete raised also is that because of our early stage and because of the humans involved, you know we're still training Ada manually to do that. But we've also built into the product the capability for customers to help out. So um, if Ada answers properly, it gives you some useful information. You can vote up, and we know the system knows we got it right. If you vote down on the on the answer, it pops up at our end. 
um, and says, hey, you got this thing wrong. And the customer can tell us why and we can look at it and improve it and train it so that next time we get it right. So it's getting smarter every day because customers are helping us by feeding back into the product. Yeah, and that's one of the things we realised right at the start is that we don't get many chances. Even though the product is not expensive, um, we because of all the things we talked about with respect to the mysteriousness around AI and, and the education required, we don't get many chances with these small business customers because they, they have got an awful lot of time doing a lot of other things, right? And um, so, to, absolutely back to Brendan's point, it's a real good one. You know, we can't keep coming back, sorry, I don't understand you, sorry, I don't understand, I don't get that, or give them the wrong answer. It's about trust. They've got to trust that we're treating the data appropriately. They've got to trust that we are doing the right thing. We've got to trust that we come, we'll come back to them with the answer in time. It's all about expectation. Usual sort of stuff, Jeremy, around customer satisfaction, et cetera, right? Customer experience and engagement. You've got to make sure that you, you're doing what you say you will, right? And, mm. and in a timely manner. Can you Probably. share a story of a customer, um, you know, um, potentially name if you can name any, and where they've come back to you and, and, you know, sort of they've had that good experience and you've gone, oh, wow, that was really cool. We, we um, you know, we did this and they found out, uh, you know, this thing and, you know, um, that, was, that was a win for everyone. I, um, one of the one of my favourite ones that happened um, halfway through last year, I think it was. Um, there's a customer in the South Island um, that got one of our did you knows. So our algorithm picked up something and pinged him and said, "Hey, did you know your top selling product, which was avocado smash thing, um, has just dropped off the cliff? And instead, your top selling product now has become um, eggs and bacon on toast." And they were like, "What?" What's that? And they looked at it, and actually what it coincided with was the change of season and all the cruise ships had stopped coming into town and all the avocados and smashed avos were the tourists. The millennials. Oh, wow. And the millennials. <laughs> and they'd stopped, and the builders were coming back in, and they were just going, eggs and bacon, please. And they just realized, actually, that's the moment. It's just switched. It's, yeah, yeah, and they went and put a little billboard out the front and said, hey, free coffee with your eggs and bacon and the sales took off. And really? Wow. Little things like that, you know, we don't get to see it until they've told us that story. Uh, but that's, you know, those kind of things are great. It's, um, it's, it's quite interesting. You know, that's a, quite a small thing. And, and if you think about it, that it's a seasonal change or something like that. But to your point around the impact on the business, if you can, you know, fill your cafe in the morning versus ha having it um, half fill for a, a business like that, you know, yeah. which can be quite hand to mouth. Absolutely, uh, that's, that's pretty yeah, massive. There's little things we've seen as well around managing people, um, which is obviously a, a, a huge cost for all our small businesses. And you've got a situation where you know one person was constantly checking in 15 minutes late. Now, if you don't need that person for 15 minutes, that's great. You save you know one quarter of the hourly rate. That sort of stuff's really important, right? That that in itself pays later in the month. Wow. Most, yeah, likely, okay. right? so quite Most likely, right? Most yep, likely, right? Yep. And so the issue we thought we we flagged this as someone said, "Oh, I need to have a, a word with that person." It wasn't sort of about sort of you know trying to um, crack the compliance whip or anything like that. It was just basically saying, "Hey, you realise that maybe you could manage your people more effectively." Yeah, yeah. If you want to start at nine thirty, not at nine, fill Absolutely. your books, and that actually helps us out as well. So yeah, um, we're not we're not losing anybody yeah, possibly, yeah. right? Mm. So it's those little things where they they are so caught up in everything else that maybe they don't spot it. I really hope you never get that, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> My people just mostly don't turn up, Ryan. <laughs> but it's interesting also, customer expectations of because it's software, it has to be right. You yeah. know, and this is something, a challenge that we have. So if um, someone asks Ada, uh, imagine this happening. You sit down an employee in your business. You go, right, here we go. What's my top-selling product? Boom. 
How much, what's my revenue so far? Who owes me money? Um, when I, how many overdue invoices have I got? Uh, who's working next Tuesday? What was the top salesperson last Thursday? And, and um, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? And if that, you had an employee that could answer all of those questions in real time, yeah, yeah. Uh, most people can't, um, not immediately in real time. They'll take a list and go away and come and work it out and come back and give you the answer to all those things. But because it's software, um, the expectation is that you get it 100% right. And so if you get a 90% right, we're still doing a much better job than the human equivalent would, but the expectation is 90%, mm, it's okay. You know, at, so it's an interesting dynamic to build a, 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 an, um, a software company around artificial intelligence and natural language processing and, um, and being able to hit a certain barrier that becomes acceptable um, for customers. So. Yeah, the first thing every new customer does is they'll say, okay, what's my bank balance? And zero, for example. And Ada will tell them this and they'll log into zero. Yeah. You passed that first. It wasn't a rounding error. I mean, uh, Brendan talked about um, something. We've got this concept around um, where we take the product. There's a whole bunch of things we're talking about. We haven't talked about voice yet, but one of the things, you know, this concept like wake up in the morning and say, hey, Ada, give me my morning playlist. You know, your sales yesterday were X. You know, the weather today is going to be shit. Um, Brendan's not turning up for work today, you might want to get someone to replace him, whatever it might be. Yeah. You've got this much money in the bank, GSC's due in two days' time, whatever it might be. But you get a concept whereby you've got someone constantly reminded you of things so you don't have to worry about it. Hmm. Cool. Well, we've um, probably off, uh, asked you a whole lot of really average questions and I <laughs> appreciate you guys taking the time. Is there any really intelligent questions we should have asked you and, um, <laughs> and, and anything you, you, know, you, you think... Um, I, I don't know, around ADA, around AI for small businesses, that's uh, insightful. You mentioned something about speech as well. I don't know whether you want to go oh, into that. Tech. Yeah, look, I think um, you know, we've designed ADA to be that rock star employee, but we also want to be wherever the customer is. And um, not so much in New Zealand and Australia yet, but certainly in North America, voice um, as a user interface is just booming. And so everybody's got Alexa or Google Assistant or Android Auto in their car or, you know, all of those interfaces. Oh, so yeah, in your car on the way to work. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that experience that Pete's just described is what we want to get to is, um, and, and Ada's designed to do that from the outset. So we've got integrations to Alexa and Google Assistant. So if you have those, you can say, hey, hey, Google, open Ada. Tell me what's my top selling product and, you know, give me my end of day report or whatever it is that you've set up in Ada. And you can have that interaction completely by voice. So it's, um, it's not just an in-app experience, it's a voice experience. Therefore, kind of, again, removing that friction and making it accessible, even when you're driving safely, two hands on the wheel, asking questions, um, you know, yep. whenever you, wherever and you when are. When you talk about that digital rock star, digital advisor, that's kind of quite nice at the start of the end of the day when, you know, you maybe just have the radio on or something to just go, yep. give me a download. I don't need to think yep. too much. Somebody's going to give me input. Yep. And I can just sit there and go, oh, yeah, that's, um, yep. that's interesting. Yeah, but it leads into something else which we're working on as well um, is the, the concept of – we, we talked before about um, uh, small businesses and sort of who they trust, who they – you know, and they, they, know, they know what they know within their business. They don't know about some, some things – they probably, we've learnt that they probably have a, developed a greater trust for, if they're a cafe owner, say, for the cafe next door to them, as opposed to possibly some of those who should be advising them. Yep. Um, you know, accountants, vest, those with vested interests like banks and stuff like that, for example, right? Um, now, that is just the way things have gone. 
you have got a lot of businesses who are very good at advising small businesses. Uh, there you've got a lot of businesses who are very good at managing, completing compliance, right? Tax and whatever it might be. What we're what we've what we've just worked working on as well, which I think is um, is worthwhile known, is that actually the concept of, of helping them help small businesses as well with AI. Oh, yeah. So it's a concept of saying, look, not only have, is there this uh, conversational AI digital assistant you can use to access, understand more about your data, et cetera, et cetera, but your advisor, your accountant, your bank, for example, or anybody else who's um, intrinsically involved or interested in your success can also be involved and use that same technology uh, and helping you. Um, it's all concept of actually understanding what's actually on your mind, what problems you're facing. And, and, and bringing new things to the table, right? Yeah, so the user, the customer can invite their accountant in and collaborate over the same information. Giving So that gives the accountants, you know, allow them to move into that advisory space by actually looking at the leading indicators of that business for the first time, not necessarily yep. just the financials, because by the time it's hit the financials, it's too late. It's happened already. And then they don't need to be an expert in vendor, whatever it is, or the um, Correct. You know, systems around staffing and that they can get the the outputs that are relevant to their, you know, their context. I'm here to provide financial advice. I get all this stuff that we're previously, exactly. I may have just looked at the um, yeah. you know, bank balance at the end of the month or yeah. the, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, cool. So we're kind of working on that, calling it the advisory intelligence platform. Nice. Um, and it's, same, it's back to the same principle that Pete spoke about, is the best way to help solve problems is AI and humans working together. And probably reducing some of that skepticism that they approach it with, right? Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. Training, training the AI as well. They want to, these accountants can get in and make it smarter. Yeah. yeah. And not all of them. Not all of them. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very polite, you know, and say that a lot of them really get it. A lot of them don't get it not quite as, as yeah. well, as quickly, right? So that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any closing remarks on what you'd kind of like to say to businesses who are considering Ada AI but aren't so sure about it? Well... Just <laughs> sign up and give yeah, it a crack. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, just do it. It's, it's, uh, it's a free trial, and um, it's only nine ninety nine after that. And um, it's really, really early stage for us, so bear that in mind. You know, sign up, have a go, try it. Um, some things will work, and some things will break, and that's okay. If it breaks, vote down, tell us why, and yep. we'll improve it. Not um, many people probably thought you'd get AI for nine ninety nine. Hey, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, if you're a, like I was say right off the top, if you're a zero customer, a lot of zero customers, and are listening to this, no matter what your industry, it, you'll be surprised how much benefit you get from it. Mm. So give it a crack. Um, as Brennan said, it's free trial for thirty days, and it's two cups of coffee a month. Yeah. Um, so. Not a, not a lot to invest and if you're in um, retail, hospitality, e-commerce, you get a little bit more benefit out of it because there are other applications that um, are tied, uh, we're integrated with or that we can, we, we can who's, which data we can use to actually Im be smarter for you as it were. Cool. Yeah. cool. Sounds, sounds amazing. Um, sounds too good to be true. Well, it is. <laughs> it's not too good to be true, but it's just too good. Cool. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for joining us today, guys and uh, thanks for watching Top Shelf Tech. We'll see you next week. Thank you very Cheers, much. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys.